0: Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Rudo and Jesse coming at you live to talk a little bit more of the playoff lead up here. Um, obviously not directly affecting the Avs, but who the Avs are going to play is still very much up in the air with If you're really stretching it, maybe five teams you could make an argument for.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're going to get into it. So I'm not going to I don't want to give away too much. But, yeah, man, last night, last night was significant in in kind of what you're talking about. So, yeah, we'll definitely get into how many teams actually are there. Yeah,
0: (laughs) it depends on how generous you want to be. But there are definitely a number that could realistically end up in that second yeah. wild card spot as it were some of them are going to take a little bit of magic uh one way or another for them to fall yeah. into that spot but it could happen we'll we'll have to wait and see for the final results but we let's let's start with the western not not the western conference the central division central. sorry I, I knew yeah where you were going. yeah, yeah not, he knew, i, he I knew. was just
1: gonna roll with it but i was like yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah. It was close enough. It was close right. enough. Uh, St. Louis and Minnesota, one point separating them for the number two spot in the division. Minnesota does have a game in hand there. St. Louis has been unbelievably hot. I think they're 11-0-1 in their last 12.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, Minnesota has been very, very good, but have... Survived honestly this entire season off of a ridiculous number of, of overtime style points and wins.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize that until I think you were the one that pointed it out on uh, one of our pre or post game shows last week. And then I went and looked into it. And yeah, Minnesota's living right this year, man.
0: Doing something right, that's for sure. Between that and their career years, uh, it's right. Take it while you can get it, I
1: guess, if you're Minnesota is the way to look at it. The well, suddenly can Talbot's elite, like (laughs) suddenly smack dab in the middle of his career. is like, Oh, I'm super dope this year. (laughs) All
0: right. And they really believe in it. That's why they went out and got flirty. (laughs) Right. right, right. (laughs) Uh, But uh, consequently of the way Minnesota has gotten things done, they have none of the tiebreakers. Basically. Mm -hmm. They, they would have to outright win if it did come down to that with St. Louis. And I guess my question is, do you believe in St. Louis with Billy Huso in net? Or is this a, is it Jordan Binnington again? Or is this a month stretch and then it's not for real in the playoffs?
1: Yeah. I mean, look, and I think this is the, this is the hard part about both of these teams. Right. And if you're a fan of, of Minnesota or St. Louis, you're excited. Cause it's been an exciting season um and you know things have gone really well a lot of things have broken your way but when we really drill down to it Rudo I think you me and Blaze were having this conversation uh last week on on one of our shows where outside of the avs and, and let's even throw Calgary in there right cuz let's, let's give them some respect. They've had a good year. <laughs> they they are going to win the Pacific. So. <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, you know, the, the rest of the West is just a bunch of uh, teams that, that are are flawed yep. in one way or the other. And for St. Louis, that big glaring error, it gets worse the further back on the ice you go. I think they've got a really nice forward core um, they've got good depth. They've got some good young pieces that have injected some youth and some speed. Their D gets a little bit shaky. Yeah. Uh, ever since the loss of Alex Petrangelo a couple seasons ago, it just hasn't been the same. And and it's kind of continued. And then you get in net, which is where you started this question. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, and you know, man, I just, we were jo- we were joking and laughing about the Jordan Biddington deal uh, on a show at the end of last week. And like, it was, everyone saw the six by six and it was like, Ooh, he took you on one good run At yeah, on one games. Right. 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 It was, it was a great, it was a hell of a run, but it was half a season and you just committed to that guy. Like he's Carrie price, bona fide <clears throat> number one, Olympian, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And it hasn't gone well this year. <laughs> And so now you've got Billy Husso, who was actually another reason why the six by six contract was so puzzling, because people have kind of had Huso pegged as maybe that next guy in St. Louis, and he's come in this year and played just well enough to cast doubt on it being Jordan Bennington's net. Yeah. Hasn't you know snatched it right out you know right out from under him? Hasn't just you know gone and 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 taken the net by storm? He's been good. He's been just good enough. So if you're St. Louis, I really do think – because because this is probably the one matchup that is set, east or west. Minnesota and St. Louis are playing. Who has home ice advantage is the only thing left to be decided. I, I think if you're St. Louis, you, you pick one – you close your eyes and you pick one and you give them a short leash. Like that's really that's the only it. thing you yeah. can do you know, and, and I'm honestly even, uh, I know I just suggested that's what you do, but like, I am someone that thinks that usually just ends up hurting because now both goalies are afraid to make a mistake. Um, I, I think if you're St. Louis, you have to trust that you can just beat Minnesota who I know we'll get into here in a second. And they've got, in my opinion, a bunch of problems of their own. Um, but but you just pick one, and you know that you've got the quick the quick pull on them if if things start going sideways. When you have when you're rolling a tandem, and neither of them are really stealing the net from each other, that's really all you can do.
0: Yeah, it, I not an enviable position to be that front office or that coaching staff having to make that decision every night in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Not one I would want to be in. I agree with you. I think particularly their defense you're looking at and you're going, mm, it feels a little weak for a, for a higher end playoff team or a right. second seed, I guess if that's what they do end up in that spot. But right. the, the flip side of it is we're talking about Billy Huso having a hot month. Minnesota has four or five dudes having career years playing significantly over their their career trajectories this yeah. year. Yeah. So I guess I'll be that guy. Doing it in the regular season is great, but you get to the playoffs and it's a little bit different how you get that bread made.
1: Yeah, uh well, I'll be that guy with you. Uh <laughs> you know, dude like I I have been I've been really skeptical of the Minnesota wild for the last two seasons, the COVID shortened year last year uh, in this one, I've just kind of waited for the, the bubble to burst kind of thing yeah. and credit to them. They, they play very, very hard. They are a tough out. They're physical. They play, they play with pace. Um, and, and like you said, they're getting career years out of everybody, but you know, Rudo, you and I were talking uh, during an, an abs game. Uh, so, you know, not, not on a show, That this Minnesota team and and hey, they could prove me wrong once again, but they just have all the telltale signs of a pretender career years out of guys like well into their 30s playing, like you said, way over their um, career projections. Uh, they they're winning a lot of these games in overtime three on three they're getting to overtime they lead the league in empty net goals like with with their net pull it's like like
0: 13 or something i
1: was gonna say it's double digit empty net every time they pull the goalie it works yeah um you know Kirill Kaprizov has been great, but you've got Matt Zuccarillo redefining his career. Uh, Alex Golagoski redefining his career. Cam Talbot redefining his career. And it's like, okay, is like, there's no way all these are for real. And then to your point earlier, you felt so confident in how Cam Talbot has played that you rewarded him by bringing in Marc-Andre Fleury (laughs) and giving yourself a goaltending controversy. (laughs) Like, it's just, I I don't know this team, you can, they look like they know that this is kind of their shot. So they're playing kind of with the, what do we have to lose, Um, you know, fast and loose, which is great. But, you know, I, I I do, man, ever since the 13, 14 abs, I've just always been aware of it feels a
0: lot like that
1: (laughs) who is the team this year that's the 13 14 abs yeah or just everything goes right and it doesn't mean they don't have good players you know Semyon varlamov that year i thought should have won the vesna he was great yep but but like just because players have great years they play well that stuff is hard to do that's why the nhl plays seven games As we saw that abs team in 13, 14 was almost impossible to contain offensively, almost impossible to contain offensively throughout the regular season. They got into a seven game series. They were a lot to handle games one and two, but then this is just how series go. It gets hard. I mean, I remember dude growing up playing in tournaments and if you lose to a good team in the round Robin, one of the things we would all say in the locker room, everyone said, well, it's tough to beat someone twice. And again, that's why they play series. It is hard to catch lightning in a bottle four times out of seven. Yep. And and I just don't know if Minnesota can can continue everything going right the way it has in the regular season. It's, it's just you're asking a lot to break your way.
0: Having that faith is a very dangerous game. When you're one of those teams where your whole season you you've been going through games and you're like, it's fine. We might fall behind, but we'll get the goal and we'll get back into it and it won't be a problem. And then you get to the playoffs and it's you got to scratch and claw for every one of those goals. They don't come so easy anymore. And it's right. mm, what happens when the goals stop coming.
1: <laughs> right, right. Well, and then and then it's also one of those things where, and and I really do think this is kind of what happened to that 13, 14 abs team is, you know, you, you've you've all year, like you said, ah, we're behind, we'll score. Ah, we lost last game. We'll win this one, whatever, whatever. Then suddenly as much as, People pound the drum of, ah, burn the tape, move on to the next one. Can't dwell on that one. That pressure does start carrying forward. Yep. Once you fall behind a game or once suddenly the series is tied. And to your point, Ruto, you, 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 maybe you got out to a series lead and then you went on the road and the empty net thing didn't work or you get into overtime and you lose. And suddenly it's two to two. And you've had two games where things that have gone right for you all year suddenly just went wrong. And that pressure starts, starts to build up just a little bit. And, and with teams like this that are so far extended beyond, you know, what they, what, what conventional wisdom say says they should be. Um, I, I don't know. That's just kind of where, where you see the true colors, I hope I don't eat these words. I'm not a huge believer of Mark Andre Fleury in the playoffs. Yeah. I think his his playoff history is romanticized by by everybody. Of
0: two very good years and a bunch of like mediocre ones in between. Right.
1: <laughs> like... right, dude. He's he has lost the starting job three times in the postseason. Yep, with two of them being the last two seasons. <laughs> Like he had he had the amazing run Vegas's, uh, I almost said Vegas's rookie year, Vegas's first year, um, where again everything went right. It was awesome to watch. It was super fun. Yep, he was great. Absolutely. Um, you go back to two thousand nine. He was great in that 08 and 09 runs to get the Pens to the finals. He wasn't the starting goalie when the Penguins won their, their second cup. It was Matt Murray. Then he actually started the next playoffs as the starting goaltender because Matt yeah. Murray was hurt. Matt Even Murray came benched. back. <laughs> they gave Flory a start, and he collapsed, and Matt Murray took them the rest of the way. He had the great run in Vegas, and Vegas said, ah, Flower, we love that so much. We're going to go in and uh, trade for Robin Leonard. <laughs> And he's going to start the next playoff for us. And then the next two after that we'll give to you. But they finished with Robin Leonard. Like he just isn't this like perennial elite playoff performer that people make him out to be. Um, and he's starting over with a new team. It it takes some time and also, oh, by the way, kind of like what we were saying about St. Louis. Now you've got both goalies kind of looking over their shoulder. Yep. If Cam Talbot makes a mistake he knows that flurry's right there cam talbot's played well enough that flurry knows if i make a mistake cam talbot's right there and just you've got two teams i think it's going to be a fun series between those two but two I flawed so. teams slugging out to see who's less flawed yep yeah,
0: I, I to have uh the honor of <laughs> facing the abs or one of these five teams we're about to talk about in, yeah. in round two yeah
1: yeah the prize <laughs> of
0: <laughs> which you know, nothing settled till it's settled but yep. uh we are brought to you of course by athletic greens uh they're an awesome product mm-hmm. jesse loves them i love them you can get it every morning it's just one scoop into a cup of water you drink it, it gives you everything you need for the day, especially uh, when you're doing stuff like I do, like going on a party bus and getting crazy, and then you need to wake up the next morning and be a functional human being. Uh, It's great for that. It also has a bunch of vitamins, minerals, all whole food source stuff. So it will take care of you with probiotics and things like that too. They really want to make sure it's keeping you not only healthy, but is actually good for you. They're sponsored by multiple athletes uh, across the world. So you know, it works when athletes are, are using as part of their regimen, because I don't know if you know this, but modern day athletes are like superhumans, like they're nuts. It's actually out of control the stuff that they
1: do. <laughs> dude, I always I always just point to Val. That dude gets done with a game, and he is like putting up racks in the <laughs> weight room. And it's like, holy shit, man. <laughs>
0: Step it down one or two, bud. You don't have to go that hard. (laughs) Making us look bad out here. Save some for the
1: rest of us, yeah.
0: (laughs) So jump on it to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs when you order. You can go to athleticgreens.com slash avalanche to let them know we sent you over there. That's athleticgreens.com slash avalanche. To jump on it, take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance.
1: And I just want to add to that. Cause yeah, I, I actually, we've, we have found a way, uh, that I, I really don't mind the taste. We add some, uh, some of those like flavor packets to them, but for real, I enjoy it enough. Like the benefits of it, that like Ruto said, it's a scoop into a glass of water. And if, even if you don't really like the taste, cause it, it's very natural, uh, you know, tasting sure. and all that stuff, you just throw it back. And it's literally like two big gulps. And yeah, it's it's not hard and and you i I genuinely uh do feel like it makes me feel a little bit better um gives me a little bit more energy we aren't coffee people um I haven't put vodka in it but this isn't me officially condoning that but I don't know why you couldn't
0: <laughs> I, you say flavor packets it in my head I'm just imagining you missing mixing athletic greens and, like tang <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Woo! Think that yeah, might it, cancel out some of the health benefits.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, like, uh, like the little, like, um, like the, the crystal light pack.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but my head just went straight a to A scoop day.
1: of Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> Got
0: all the probiotics for you. Also, 80 grams of sugar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's everything you need for a day. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: we're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. You can go over there, use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account. Right now, you can bet on any NBA game, $5 with the new account and the DNVR code. You don't even have to get the bet correct. You just get $150 in free bets for going over there and doing it. So go check that out because it's it's essentially free money to have fun with where you can go and, and take that 150 and bet on anything you want under the sun out there. So... Go find I, I. Every time I check, there's some new sport on, on there. Go find yep. professional dodgeball to bet on or something.
1: They have the USFL on there, yeah. which is yep. yet another attempt at a, an off season football pro league. Uh, but uh, I saw that on there. Might might throw some uh, some money around on the USFL. F Go it.
0: Throw down a bet on whether they legally cut that player or not, <laughs> uh. dude. That was wild. Yeah, it's the only thing I know about that league is, yeah. <laughs> is that story. <laughs> like,
1: I know that and that Alan Roach is uh, the PA announcer for, uh, for a bunch of the the national TV games.
0: That's awesome. All right. Well. Go over to DraftKings. You must be 21 or older, Colorado-only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply to DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And, of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Look at the top of the Pacific really quick here. Calgary going to win the division for sure. Edmonton probably pretty comfortable in that second spot. Yes. So they've kind of separated a little bit. If Edmonton really falters, maybe it becomes a conversation, but they should be pretty safe.
1: Yeah. If, if it wasn't Edmonton, I'd be so comfortable being like, yep, they're, <laughs> they're safe. Fine. They're good. But yeah, they're, 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 they're only four points up on LA and they're, it's just close enough that it's like, well, if there's any team that's going to do it. <laughs>
0: yeah, of course it would be Edmonton. Yeah. So, uh, We're assuming they're not going to go full Edmonton up there, though. Right. Yes, Um, I agree. Which leads us to the wild card conversation. Uh, We've been talking about Los Angeles a good amount. We've been talking about Vegas a good amount. Dallas in that conversation, too. Uh, We'd felt pretty comfortable about Nashville for a while, or at least you and I did. Yep. Um, It's starting to become a conversation there, and... If you want to be generous, as um, sh- we should really just talk about Vegas and Vancouver together at this point, yeah, because both of them under twenty percent odds. If you go, you go check all the stat calculators out there. I'm not saying it's over, but
1: it's starting to look pretty grim for Vegas. Yeah. So look, we had a show last week uh, where they lost in. Overtime to Vancouver, yep. Um, and LA had won the night before, and on the show we were like, "Well, that one point is maybe what's going to keep Vegas alive." LA got throttled by the Abs, yep. And and Vegas won, so suddenly it's a one point gap. Uh Vegas had a game in hand at the time, and so it's like, "Oh, look! They wow! They flipped! The, yeah. They flipped the script, and now it looks like LA may be the out." <clears throat> Well, (laughs) like five days have passed and suddenly uh, after last night, Vegas loses uh, to New Jersey Jersey, tie game going into the third and they end up losing um, and L.A. pulls out a win. Now, suddenly both teams have five games left and it's a three point gap and L.A. doesn't have to play a single playoff team
0: yep they do play again tonight though against Anaheim.
1: So. LA does yes yep. yep and and Anaheim will probably be wanting to play some spoilers so you know it's not a freebie by any chance but man oh man, really quickly two back you know back to back regulation losses uh for Vegas and suddenly they are back in a really bad spot. and oh by the way, looking over their shoulder, Vancouver yeah. is now just a one point back of Vegas with a game in hand. Yep,
0: arguably in a better spot than Vegas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> which I, I mean are are we taking Vancouver as a as a bubble team seriously here or do you think this is cuz they've won 6 in a row. They would have to to for it to be a real conversation they'd probably have to win four or really five of their last six
1: including there's there's no negotiation they have to beat LA. Yeah. They have a one. game 100% yeah they have a head-to-head with LA and they absolutely have to win that I was laughing this morning Rudo. I saw a Vancouver fan all mad at Jeff Merrick I guess uh, Merrick was talking about him on, on his morning show today he was like it's amazing how out of touch <clears throat> uh, Jeff Merrick and the East Coast media is uh, talking about Vancouver there's so much close no one, they're way closer than Vegas all Vancouver has to do is win out and they're in And I was like, anytime you are talking about your playoff odds and you start the sentence with win out. Not a good look. Yeah, 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 you are in a much worse situation than you are trying to lead on. (laughs) Um, Winning out is very hard in this league, regardless of how many games you have left. And I actually, I didn't even realize that, that Vancouver. So Vancouver will have to end the season on a 12-game winning streak for this dude's uh, you're like, oh, well, this is all they have to do. Just win six more consecutive games.
0: Against teams that include LA fighting for the same
1: spot. Like- <laughs> right. And, and it's like, yeah, sure. That's all they've got to do. But I, I think if you're Vancouver, to answer your question, like, I don't know. I think you're at the very least feeling a little bit better than Vegas. Uh, you know?
0: like I, I, At least momentum's going the right way, and, for sure.
1: And that, and that is that is – all that I would say really gives them that is we're playing well. Things are going well. I'm looking at their schedule. They've got Ottawa tonight. Uh, Vancouver does. It gets pretty brutal pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you're on the road in Minnesota, in Calgary, back at home against Seattle, back at home against LA, and then you finish the season on the second night of a back-to-back against Edmonton. So – so. Yeah, I I mean, like, that's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I feel better than Vancouver or excuse me, than than Vegas. But like, that's also at this point in the season, it's almost kind of like saying, yeah, I feel better about our playoff chances than Arizona. It's like, well, yeah, (laughs) But I don't really think that's going to matter for either of you. True. True enough. You're not feeling great about
0: either. Right, right. In that race. It's it's like, sure.
1: Yes, you are in a better You're starting on the second to most outside lane instead of the outside lane. And oh, by the way, we're only doing one lap. Like, like, good luck. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, And so, sure. Yeah, feel they, Vancouver can feel better than Vegas, um, but as far as taking them seriously as a bubble team, I hadn't looked at their schedule and knowing that that's they're what they're up against. Probably if... gonna have to win out. Uh, yep. I mean, they're they're four points back of LA, so before we even start about start talking about them leapfrogging anyone, they've got to make up that gap. Yep. Um, and, and so at this point, yeah, I guess I think they are kind of treating it as we are in it till we're not in it for sure. Um, And who knows, maybe that ends up getting them close, but um they could end up being a team that I, I, I could see missing the playoffs with like 96 points, you know, maybe they lose.
0: They're, like the, you, they're the team that just missed. Yeah.
1: Yep. Like, like you said, maybe they win four yeah. of these last six and, and maybe even they pull a point out of, Uh, out of another one he lost somewhere yeah right right that that's still that gets them to 95
0: they need help Uh, not a little bit of help to get there right (laughs)
1: right like and, and again like with calgary uh and at calgary at minnesota at edmonton i think four one and one is the best you can hope for and then hope that you get a good amount of luck uh, on the scoreboard, and yep. one of your one and ones didn't come to LA like that. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot going right.
0: <laughs> your your big picture, it looks real real tough <laughs> for yeah, sure. Yeah, like like
1: Bruce, there it is, all that sure, but <laughs> Bruce, Bruce going to need some help. <laughs> going to need a lot of help, I think, and. and
0: <laughs> their number one competition is they still do have to get in front of Vegas. Yeah. Vegas's schedule doesn't look nearly that tough as Vegas to play out Washington. That's a tough team. Then they get San Jose, Dallas. That's an important game, Chicago, St. Louis, which that St. Louis game probably won't have anything to play for on St. Louis's side. Right. But (laughs) it's just so much work to do for both of those teams. And I do want to talk about that a little bit more in the third period. Let me just, I'm going
1: to, I'm going to bookend it. And I'm sorry. I was trying to see you at home against Washington at home against San Jose. And then Vegas finishes out with three on the road, including a back-to-back. Yep. So
0: to be fair, I think the entire league is playing back-to-back.
1: Yeah. I think, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. So yeah, like you said, not, not quite as daunting as Vancouver. Um, not quite, a, but not as easy
0: as LA. Yeah, so I agree. LA has the easiest route in of of those teams for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. Uh, you can go get yourself some Breckenridge Brewery and uh, scoreboard watch along with us every single night down the stretch here. So. When you get a Brew when the Abs are playing, if they score two in the first period, you can get it for free. Make sure you keep your receipt. Go to Breckbrew.com. When the Abs score two, send a picture of your receipt over on their little thing that they have set up, and they will refund you for your first beer of the night. So be sure to jump on that. You can also get a bunch of amazing merch. Every time we wear the Breck Brew Avalanche hat on the show, we get half a dozen people like, yo, where can I get that hat? Breckbrew.com. Go get it. Uh, it's a dope hat. I, a lot of people have been buying them. So check out Breck Brew. We're also brought to you by Lightshade, 11 different locations in the Denver metro area. They sell a ridiculous amount of amazing products. You can get 25% off when you use code DNBR at checkout or go online to Lightshade.com. Specifically, I recommend Wana Sleep Aids. They're super awesome. If you're like me and you toss and turn and it takes you forever to get to sleep, just take Wana 15 minutes before you go to bed. You'll start feeling your eyes get heavy. You'll go to bed and you'll be out quickly instead of sitting there with your thoughts for 90 minutes going, (laughs) I just want to be asleep, please (laughs) don't do that. It sucks. You
1: could have left it as instead of laying there with your thoughts, everyone's like, oh, I'm out then. Yeah. (laughs) If my options are do something or lay with my thoughts, I'll take option A every time. Anything else. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs)
0: Wanna will prevent that. You'll just fall asleep. (laughs) So go get wanna sleep aids from your local light shade. Be sure to use that DNVR code to get 25% off. Uh, Also a great time to get a DNVR avalanche membership. Uh, You get a free t-shirt with an annual one. And of course we have tons of coverage. We just actually talked today about all of the, uh, the playoff leadoff coverage we're going to be bringing to you guys. So be sure to keep your eyes peeled for all of that stuff as Right now, we're still waiting for the seating to get sorted out, but hopefully over the next four or five days, that starts to become a little bit clearer. Uh, but I did want to talk about the wild card spots, because for Vancouver and Vegas, the most direct path right now is through Los Angeles. Yeah. But you do have Dallas and Nashville, both sitting at 91 points in wildcard one and two. We've seen how quickly this landscape can change. Dallas and Nashville drop a game or two. All of a sudden, they could be the one in the sights of of the teams trailing. Uh, I I tweeted this out the other day, but Nashville in particular, brutal schedule. They get Calgary at home, then Tampa on the road with a back-to-back where they come home and play Minnesota. Then they get Calgary, and then a back-to-back with the Avs. And they finish with Arizona, so that last game is pretty easy. But the rest of those are all not free.
1: Yeah, no kidding. I hadn't looked at their schedule either. Um, look, man, Dallas is Dallas is the team for me that if they miss the playoffs, they have no excuse other than to look in the mirror and, and say, you fucked up (laughs) like you personally, dude. I, I mean, Dallas had they had a either a second covid pause or their covid pause went longer than most yep they had five games in hand on the entire conference for months yep months and they made them all up in march and they made use of zero of them pretty much they had the opportunity to put themselves four or five points clear of the wild card. You'd still have to be battling for position. You wouldn't quite be up with Minnesota and St. Louis. So you'd have to be holding off everyone coming up behind you, but they had the opportunity to put this away and they have squandered the opportunity at every turn. The devils did it to Vegas last night. Dallas gave up two goals in, like, 90 seconds in the last three minutes of a game playing New Jersey a couple weeks ago and lost in regulation. Yep. Like, just
0: unacceptable stuff. I I mean, it goes back. You were talking about March. Key losses in March for Dallas. They lost to L.A. They lost to the Islanders. They lost to Vancouver. And then they had losses to actually decent teams as well. Uh, But L.A. and Vancouver specifically, who they, by the way, just got blown out by Vancouver the other night. (laughs) Those are the ones that make you go, oh, oh no! Right,
1: right. and 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 like it, it is just one of those things, that, and, and you try not to get too caught up in it, right? But like, if if you're a playoff team, you can't lose those games. Not because winning and losing those games is what separates a playoff team from not, but like you're trying to prove that you are one, you have to have that game for the points.
0: It's it's losing those games is a luxury one right, that a right. team as far yes. ahead as the abs have been have
1: great way of putting it.
0: When you're in the second wild card spot, you don't have the luxury of losing those hockey games,
1: right? <laughs> so. Yes. Dude, that's the perfect way of putting it. Like, like Dallas played just well enough to keep their heads afloat and to keep them in the conversation. And then when it came time to say, okay, look, you've got some star players on this team. You know, Robertson, Sagan, Ben, Radulov, Pavelski, uh, you know, Klingberg, Heskinnen Or is Heiskanen back playing?
0: I don't know. I can check.
1: Re- regardless. He should be like, back to
0: the playoffs either way, yeah, if you, yeah, If they make it, which they should. But
1: You know, and like Jake Ottinger's had a good year. You've got all these things and you just can't.
0: Yeah, Heiskanen is back, so. You, you,
1: you just can't lose those games yeah it's or at least you can't come out of them empty-handed that loss like losses happen hockey's a crazy game but like you have to get that game to overtime against new jersey
0: You I, give up... yeah i just don't we see it happen every year down the stretch the abs were benefactors of it a couple of years ago where yeah. teams just lost a couple of those important games and it was the abs that got the pounce. yep and that's what Vegas and Vancouver are sitting and hoping for right now is that Dallas continues to trend that direction.
1: Well, and, and and like, (laughs) at least for me, like I'm waiting for one of these teams to pounce. Like they haven't taken advantage yet for sure. Definitely fair with five, six games to go. You usually start seeing, and I guess maybe it's Edmonton, right? You usually start to see someone separate a little bit and say, okay, yeah. well, that was a vulnerable team. They're out of it. But really all we've seen happen is Vancouver come up and kind of re-put themselves back in the conversation because everyone else has been so synchronizationally bad Yep, um, that it's, it's opened the door. But I, I, I've been waiting for one of these teams to pounce. I thought it was AJ, or AJ, I just read his name in the comments. I thought it was Dallas. Um, well, he is from Texas, so you were close yeah, enough. Yeah, and... that counts, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be Dallas, so those games in hand, that seemed easy. Like, you don't even need to win all five of those games yeah. in hand. Go you win, three like, three two. of them,
0: and you're right. cruising. Yeah, and,
1: and you are fine, and now suddenly you're back to having that luxury? when you make When you make no use out of those five games in hand, you got no one to blame but yourself. Nashville and L.A. are the two teams that I'm looking at that have played over their heads this year and are just running out of steam.
0: Can they keep the pedal down? That is right. the big question. And Nashville is is such a weird team. They've always been a weird team because of how much they run their de- their forward nah, offense through their yeah. defense is what I should say. Yeah. But much like we talked about with Minnesota, Matthew Duchesne's having a career year. Philip Forsberg's having a career year. Ryan Johansson having a very good year. Tanner Janot as technically a rookie? No, he's not a rookie anymore, right? I I guess he would. would. I guess he does qualify as a rookie. Having a breakout season. Can it keep going? They only need it to go for another six more games to get in. Right. Other side of that conversation, AJ has talked about if there's one goalie he doesn't want to play, in the playoffs of the West, it might actually be UC Soros.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, Soros is definitely the, it's, it's what separates them from some of the other teams that you see that have, you know, th- th- these types of seasons where everything seems to go well. Yeah. Suddenly Matt Duchesne's knocking on the door of 40 goals uh, for the first time in his career now into his thirties. Um, and, 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 <clears throat> When you've got a goaltender who has a track record of being a high-end goaltender, it, it eases things a bit, right? Like going back to Minnesota, this, what we've seen out of Cam Talbot this year is not who Cam Talbot ha- has, has always, ever
0: been. Yeah. Right, 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 has <laughs> ever
1: been. What we're seeing out of UC Soros this year is pretty much par for the course. This is the the, the type of player he is. This is as good as he's been. Um so yeah, it makes you a little bit nervous, but like, here's my thing, man. And, and I talked about this. Uh, I, I went on Fox 21, Colorado Springs earlier this week. And he asked me, you know, who, who of these kind of bottom teams? If you're the abs, make you the most nervous. And I saw someone in the comments saying, you know, that St. Louis makes them nervous. Look, man, I, I, I just don't know as good as UC Soros is. And look, all of these teams have good players. They're all going to be playoff teams for a reason. I, I, I just don't know that barring something really out of the ordinary, and we saw it a few years ago with Columbus and Tampa. So it happens. I just don't know if any of these teams can outlast the abs in yep. seven games. That,
0: that seven game series. There is not a team in the West that makes me nervous
1: that, that I, I just, you know, I, I just don't think they have the depth up front or on D to just go blow for blow for blow yeah. for blow for seven games. Yep. I 100% the Av- agree. The abs just come at you in waves and that's what makes them hard to handle on a nightly basis, let alone having to do it again and again and again and again and again, not saying they won't win games, not saying that these won't be good series. They could be great series. Um, but, you know, we saw a couple of years ago with Arizona and Darcy Kemper a, a, a goaltender having a stellar performance standing on his head only can get you so far without the rest of the team picking up the pieces. Um, I, I think a lot of the Avs Nashville series from a few years ago where that Avs team played phenomenal. They left every last thing they had on the ice. They well, just, they they just didn't have a good 15. enough
0: team. And and i think part of that a big big advantage this year in the playoffs for the avs is how many options they're going to have again 100%. we we talk about the luxuries of these teams that are are way far ahead of everyone look at what the avs have been doing for the last four games all of a sudden they've mixed things up they found chemistry with Lekin and, and nuke they found chemistry with new hook and knack because they're just right. throwing random dudes together and seeing what sticks because they can and all of a sudden when you have that information going into a series all of a sudden I, I, they kind of can do whatever they want. And then when the other team tries to make an adjustment, you throw a different look at them, you mm-hmm. throw a different look at them. And the other team says, well, we our bag's not that deep. We're out of options
1: at right. a certain point. <laughs> right. Well, well, so I think that's, I think that's a phenomenal point. Cause like, let's just look at it. Right. You, you, let's say the, the abs get into a first, second round series, whatever. And the, the, the three-headed monster, they're getting great matchups against. Suddenly the Avs really struggle to get that top line rolling. Cool. Let's shuffle things around a bit. Let's throw Berkey on that top line, go with a straight skill line, drop Landeskog down, uh, play with valid Naz. Now you've got a real heavy line. Suddenly Val Nachushkin's a 22-goal scorer. Gabriel Landeskog is, is a, you know, has been a 30-goal scorer. Nazem Kadri, 30-goal scorer. So say, okay now there's two really difficult lines to handle. You could throw um, uh, Lekkanen on on Kadri's other wing, leave yep. Landy up top, drop Burakovsky down with Newhook. Now you've got a 20 goal scorer and a 15 goal scorer on the third line by uh, JT Confer. Two 15 goal scorers yeah. and a 20 goal scorer, <laughs> yeah. uh, and and and, you're, and suddenly your top uh, you know your top line is still your top line. That second line's got Val. Lekkinen and Kadri, what a pain in the ass line to have to play against. And oh, by the way, with all of these combinations, you have any combo of Taves and McCarr, (laughs) Bowen, Byram, Sam Gerrard coming off the back end. And if one of those guys aren't out there, it's Josh Manson out there just running fools into the wall. Like, it's just, if you, this year, I think is going to be so fascinating. And again, I cannot reiterate this enough. Anything can happen. Anything can happen.
0: Yep, for sure.
1: But it, it, it is just going to be so interesting um, because i I think matchups are going to be so fun to watch this year.
0: I because there's going to be a lot of banger
1: series for sure. <laughs> right. And, and with the abs specifically, you know, we've talked about other teams in the past, like, Oh, did Bednar get out coached? Wow. That's a great, that's a great coach. Yeah. That, that's a well-coached game. Well-coached series. It's going to be really fascinating to see, you know, some really great hockey coaches, how they try to handle the Colorado avalanche throwing to yeah. your point, just an unlimited amount of looks at them.
0: <laughs> Something's not working, do something else. <laughs> right,
1: right. The limit does not exist. Like you can do <laughs> anything. And, <sighs> and and now they've got honestly even a couple power play looks that you know, someone asked Bednar if if uh Nuke and uh and were making him second guess, putting Landy and Kadri back uh when, when when they came back. And he was like, Well, no, I wouldn't go that far, but okay. So now you have that top power play unit of what it's been all year. And now Nachushkin and Lekanen on the second pair or on the second group. Seems pretty good. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, and, and, and so it's just, it's going to be interesting because the abs will have more options than they've ever had in terms of matchups at home or on the road. Uh, Jared Bednar is going to be able to shuffle things in a way that he's going to be able to get looks um, that, that he wants that the team needs. Um, and it, he's going to be able to change things up to to change momentum, change the way that a game or a series is going. It's going to be really interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, we can th- wrap things up with a little bit of news since you did mention Kadri. He did take full practice the other day and is expected to play on the trip. Could be Wednesday. Could be Wednesday. I don't think it's confirmed yet, though.
1: Yeah. So I guess um, – yeah, I guess let me just – we'll just touch on this real quick, I guess. Um, I wrote about it in the five on five. That is up. So if you want a little bit more detailed pictures, videos, uh, head over to the uh, and read that. But yes, uh, Kadri is going on the trip. Um, I am with you. I would be surprised if it was the first game, maybe give him one more, um, but full participant in practice, all that good stuff. So good, uh, good things coming there. Uh, Ryan Murray is skating at full speed in a non-contact. So he's, back to shooting, skating, passing, all that stuff. He's not quite doing the drills uh, and everything, Um, but uh, he he is skating at full speed. Landy made a return to the ice this week. Huge caveat on that. (laughs) (laughs) Huge caveat on that. He was on the ice in full gear, really, really low impact um, pretty ginger turns, really not a ton of even like crossovers. Um, but he's back out on the ice passing pucks. Um, I've seen him take a couple shots, uh, that, you know, looked like he kind of like leaned into and basically we are at the point in his, um, rehab of let's start pushing it a little bit and see how your body feels. So cool. Get out on the ice and push your push yourself around a couple of weeks ago, they had team pictures and he was out there on skates and stuff. And I thought about putting something out there, but like.
0: <laughs> Dropping the meme tweet. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. But it was like, he, he just like glided yeah, all the way back. Not, to the not a single stride. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so like, it's an improvement that, but I do think we're in that phase where it's like, cool. Take a little bit at a time, little bit at a time, little bit at a time. Um, I know he's back to doing like he's starting to ramp up off ice workout. Um, So that's again, another positive sign. Um, It sounds like his timeline is still on track for right, right, right before playoffs or game one. Um, So all, all things going well there. Josh Manson left last night, uh, did return. And then the big one, just so that folks don't freak out. Devontae is not going on the trip. They are leaving him at home. Um, two things on this one, then we can get out of here, Rudo. One, I saw it earlier in the week. Um, it was after a morning skate. Taves Bednar and Matt Sokolowski, who had uh, who's the Avs head athletic trainer, they had a, an extended conversation standing at the bench um, after morning skate. I believe it was before. Um, who did they play right before this? Was it Jersey?
0: Yeah. New Jersey was the low octane game. And then it was LA before that.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, it it was before New Jersey and right before they all stopped, I saw Bednar point to Taves and then he pointed to Matt Sokolowski. And I took that body language as if you feel any uncomfortable, you tell him right away. Now, obviously I didn't hear any of that. I didn't follow up on it, but that was just kind of what it looked like. They made Taves available for media. He played that night. And so I didn't really think anything of it. Yes, come to find out he has an injury that has been, quote, nagging. Um, so uh, they are going to give him four games off. They gave him off last night. They're not taking him on the trip. He's staying home. I asked Jared Bednar if this were playoffs, would he, and they, he cut me off before I could even finish the question and said, all three of... Uh, Taves Cogliano, who also sat out last night and Eric Johnson sat out last night. All three have nagging injuries, but if this was playoffs and if they needed to play all three of them could play good
0: to go. Yeah.
1: This is just, we are taking advantage of where we are at. um, And we can afford to give Devon Taves a should be Norris finalist four games off. And we feel good about it. So when people who miss some of that, yesterday from from practice morning skate see tomorrow that Taves isn't on a trip do not worry that is all part of the plan and he's fine
0: yep so everything seems to be trending in the right direction when it comes for injuries for the AVs as expected down the stretch here you uh, kind of wrap it up there if you're looking to do some scoreboard watching tonight the games that matter if you're interested in the presence trophy Florida has taken on the Islanders uh if you care about the west minnesota plays montreal st louis plays boston if you care about the actual playoff race la plays anaheim and vancouver plays ottawa are the big two there nashville also plays calgary so
1: i i probably will be watching the vancouver and la ones tonight just yeah. cuz
0: la's a, a for sure for me yeah yeah,
1: yeah absolutely
0: <laughs> so We'll see how things shake out there. We're going to get out of here, though. Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening, however you consume the pod. We appreciate all of y'all. We'll be back tomorrow, pregame, postgame, the usual stuff. Also, I know we haven't done a watch-along in a minute, but that's because we're going to be watching along every single game of the playoffs for the ABS. So be sure to gear up and get ready for a whole bunch of watch-alongs once the ABS make it to the playoffs. We are out of here, and we will talk to you on the next one.